morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are. Wait, I thought you said this was over with. Well, let's head into the open anyway. Okay, so our podcast has indeed ended. But in cleaning out the show archives... I came across a segment that got cut from one of our shows in the first season and never made it to air. During our normal podcast, we never aired a show that didn't include a guest or expert. We planned on having a guest to talk about currency exchange and international banking, but the interview never worked out. Therefore, we ended up with an extra segment that I did talking about the best ways to exchange currency and how to budget with fluctuating exchange rates. As I listened to it, I thought it was pretty good information that should be shared. So here it is as a bonus episode. Okay, in this next segment, we're going to talk about a subject that is near and dear to the heart of almost every missionary. And for the majority of pastors and people in our supporting churches, it never even crosses their mind. But for us... It's something that we think about every single day. And of course, we're talking about the subject of fluctuating exchange rates and exchanging money into our target currency. You know, since our support comes in U.S. dollars, exchanging money into foreign currency presents an issue. Another issue is the value of the U.S. dollar when you're ready to transfer the money into your target currency. Believe me, I understand. Since we arrived here on the field in Brazil, the dollar has lost 25%, which has basically eliminated a quarter of our purchasing power in 20 months. The question is, is there anything that can be done? First of all, let's deal with the issue of converting U.S. dollars into our country's currency. You know, for years, there's really only been two options available. The safest option and most expensive option is to have your U.S. bank wire money into your account in the other country. Now, this option doesn't work for most missionaries because not only is there a fee for wiring the money, the bank normally gives you a pretty low conversion rate, meaning that they make a lot of money and you don't get as much of the money that you really need. So most missionaries go with the second option. You find a guy, let's not talk about how you find him or what other clients he has. You write him a U.S. check and he gives you a certain amount for your check. I mean, let's be honest. If he were in the U.S., his name would probably be Tony, and he'd probably speak with an Italian accent. But, I mean, what can we do? We have to get the money. But now, with the rise of the Internet and e-commerce, it's done a lot to change the landscape of what's available for missionaries. Now, when you go online, there's over 15 different options to transfer money from your U.S. bank account to your account in your country. Now, I always suggest caution online. You want to make sure that you use a good company that's reputable, that's going to protect your information. But, I mean, let's be honest, how did you find Tony? Somebody told you about him and you started using Tony. There's a great website that's available called www.finder.com. If you go to this website, you can go to their section on foreign exchange, and they compare the top 15 companies that will transfer money from your accounts in one country to your account in another country. This 
service is really nice because you can go on there. Number one, you can find what the top companies are. You can see their ratings. You can also see who they've been recommended by. Some of these companies have been recommended by Forbes, by Time Magazine. They have really good reviews on these companies. And then you can pick one that works best for you. You can compare their exchange rates. You can compare the currencies that they exchange in, how long it takes for them to exchange the money. And then you can pick the one that's going to be a help to you. Now, on this website, they actually reviewed two of the companies that we've used and the company that we currently use. Now, I'm going to give you a recommendation here. Now, I want to put this in. We are not sponsored by any company. So the recommendation that I'm about to give, it's not because we receive any commission or any type of a check from this company. We used them before we started the podcast, and we've recommended them to several of our missionary friends who also use this service and have had a good experience. The name of this service is TransferWise. With TransferWise, unlike most of the companies that you're going to review, they give you the market rate as of the time that you put the transfer in. So if you go online to whatever website you use to check the rates and you see that your rate is 10 to 1 right now, if you go on TransferWise's website, they are going to give you 10 to 1 as the conversion rate. The way that they make their money is they charge you a fee based on the amount that you're transferring, normally between 1 and 2%. The great thing is, Normally, they say that your money arrives within four business days. Now, I've used this service a lot. I've had several friends that have also used this service, and our money has always arrived within one to two business days. I guess that might depend on the country that you're in. They offer all the common currencies. If you're exchanging to pounds or euros or pesos or things like that, you might want to do a little investigating to make sure that they offer it in whatever currency is available in your country. But it seems to be the best all-around option if you're transferring around 5,000 US dollars a month. If you're transferring more, there's some options when you get up to around seven to $10,000 that may save you a little bit more money, but this really seems to be the best all-around option if you're transferring somewhere in the range of $5,000 a month. Feel free to take a look at their website. We also tried the service called Zoom that's offered by PayPal, but we found that TransferWise was faster and a cheaper option. They also gave a better rate. Take a look. If you end up trying something else, let us know how it works. If you recommend it, let us know so that we can add that to our recommendation list. Okay, let's jump into the more difficult topic, fluctuating exchange rates. You know, I thought about bringing in an expert, but I wasn't really able to find an expert that could talk about what missionaries should do to deal with fluctuating exchange rates. You know, bringing in a pastor or a missions director really didn't make any sense. So I had to go and do the research myself. I was actually happy to find articles, but all the articles were targeted towards telling churches that they should keep track of the exchange rates and then raise their missionary support based on the fluctuations in exchange rates, which does us absolutely no good. I mean, if you're willing to call your supporting pastors and let them know that they need to keep track of the exchange rates and raise and lower the support, God bless you. Let us know how that works out. But for the rest of us, you know, is there anything at all that we can do? Well, I found a few principles that I was able to put together that may be a help to us as missionaries. The biggest thing that I could find on how to deal with this issue is to set a budget in your target currency not just in U.S. dollars. Now, 
This episode is not on budgeting. We've got other episodes on budgeting where we bring in experts to talk with them about how to do that properly. But let's just talk about a basic principle. If you budget $3,000 U.S. to transfer and you normally get 10 to 1 on the money that you transfer, then what you need to do is you need to set your budget at 30,000 units of your target currency. $3,000 U.S. times 10 uh, units in your foreign currency gives you 30,000 units. You set your budget at that amount and you live off of that amount. The difference is you continue to transfer in 3,000 US dollars regardless of what the exchange rate is. I know a lot of times we as missionary, we want to keep our extra funds in US dollars, but under this system, you don't do that. You transfer it all in, all 3,000 in every single month, regardless of the exchange rate. If the exchange rate goes up to 11 to 1, then you transfer that extra money above your normal 30,000 budget over into a savings account in the country that you live in. What that does for you is over time, as the rate is up, you're able to put away a little bit of extra money. When the rate drops, let's say down to nine to one, you're able to pull that money out of the savings account that you have and use that money to help you live. Once the money has been converted, there is no exchange risk. So by having that money in that currency, instead of in U.S. dollars, you end up being able to save that extra money that you would normally spend. You know, this is actually the principle that we get from the life of Joseph. When Joseph became second in command in Egypt, he told Pharaoh that during the seven years of plenty, they would put away 20% that they would live off of during the years of famine. And it's interesting that Joseph knew that 20% of the amount in abundance was enough to cover 100% in the years of famine. Well, why is this important? Well, because as missionaries, we, number one, have to trust in God. And we have to trust that exchange rates don't take God by surprise, which means that if there's a lean year coming, that God is going to provide for us by giving the years of plenty that we can save. So by taking the money and putting it away, we're able to kind of smooth out those wrinkles in the currency exchange that we need in order to live off of. Okay, the, the second thing is, well, how do I set my budget in a foreign currency? Now, this is, this is really interesting. The IRS website has a list of six years average exchange rates for each currency. So when you go on their website, you can see for each year what the average exchange rate has been. When I looked up my list, I averaged the past six years. Do you know what I found? I found that when we arrived here in Brazil, we were getting four to one. Now we're getting just over three to one, losing 25%, right? But what I found is that four to one is actually the highest that it had ever been. And three to one is still higher than the six year average. Meaning that, unfortunately, we're still likely to see our currency drop more. I would rather know now 
that the amount that we're getting is still on the high side and I can set my budget a little bit lower so that I can start putting away a little bit of extra money than to find out as we go along that I've been enjoying four to one, but really I should have set my budget much lower. As we said before, thank you to all of our listeners that have tuned in from over a hundred countries around the world to make this podcast a great success. We are so thankful for you and we're really going to miss our time together. God bless you all.